I'm Kat. And I'm Kiana, and welcome to the One True Pairing Podcast, otherwise known as the OTP Pod. Yes, we are here to read the Pretty Little Liars fan fiction that I wrote when I was 15 years old called Don't Play With a Broken Heart. If you want to read along with us, the link for the fic is in the show notes. If you don't know what fan fiction is or have never heard of Pretty Little Liars, stop here. In the show notes, we have a brief explainer and we'll be right here when you get back. So sit back and relax as we read all 15 chapters of this queer masterpiece. Let's go. And we are recording. Hello, y'all. Welcome back to the One True Pairing Podcast, otherwise known as the OTP Pod. Um, Your regular hosts are here today and we also have a guest. Tanaka, could you introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Tanaka. Um, I am a bourgeois from the homeland, um, <laughs> and I'm here because I love Kat, I love Kiana, I, I, you know, and shout out to Kelso, I think we ran in the same, like, internet underground circle website, um, oh and so that was just really interesting to me, I was like, ooh, I think I've been a part of that crew. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What a small world. <laughs> Truly, what a small world. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what are your pronouns, Tanaka? Oh, my pronouns are he, him, his. Okay, thank you for telling us that. So you've listened to other episodes of the podcast. Um, And so you should be able to answer these questions pretty easily then. So tell me, what is fan fiction? What is fan fiction? Fan fiction is fiction written by fans of genres of books, movies, series, really anything. And it kind of goes from there. Um, I am somewhat well-versed in fan fiction, but mainly Ooh. my youth. Okay. Um, I used to read like a lot of like gay books, right? Fiction. Yeah. And once I read all the ones in the library, I was like, I need, I need more. Yeah. And yeah. so that's when I, that's when I started my Wattpad journey. Um, and yeah, reading a lot of like boy love fan fiction. So, you know, I know the scene a little bit. You do. Oh, that makes me so happy. We have a connoisseur. Yeah. In our mists. Oh, that's so beautiful. Fanfic world was out here doing the Lord's work for all the queer kids. Honestly. <laughs> <Truly. laughs> Honestly. Uh, I love it. We needed that content and I'm happy it existed. However terrible some of it is. It's, it's still there and exists, right? So Pretty Little Liars, tell me what you know about it. So I know Pretty Little Liars from like maybe like the first season, first two seasons, A, and kind of the drama that went down. And the girls, but you know, it's unfortunate because I conflate Pretty Little Liars with Gossip Girl. Ooh, sure. <laughs> um, sure. So I'm like, didn't this happen in the same one? But no, it didn't. <laughs> it did not. Um, but yeah, I'm like familiar with Pretty Little Liars. Okay, yeah. And, and there's definitely similarities between the two. I, I've never seen Gossip Girl, but from my understanding, like, there's some. Oh. <laughs> Y'all are shocked. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I should have said that. It's okay. I've never seen Gossip Girl. I'm gonna stand up in my truth. It's okay. What are the similarities between the two? I can guess, but I also have never watched the show. The drama, like okay, the drama. Yeah, the, the there's no murder scene. in Gossip yeah. Girl. I don't think there's murder in Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the issues in Gossip Girl are more related to like um, class issues. Mm-hmm. So like these super wealthy people who. I feel like the TV show is making them like the 1%. And then the also very wealthy people <laughs> who are not the 
I feel like I feel like that's kind of the drama that's there. Interesting. The, the, the blackmail is there. The backstabbing, you know, all of that exists. Okay, gotcha. I was wondering if there was this like anonymous person that's harassing these people. Okay, that's also there. Okay, so it, it makes sense to conflate the two. Yeah, and like Pretty Little Liars. Just for anyone listening who doesn't know what it's about. These four girls have to reckon with the fact that their friend has gone missing and died and have to deal with this person by the pen name A, who keeps texting them, threatening to reveal their secrets, 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 yes. Yeah, and so the story that we're going to read today is the fan fiction I wrote when I was 15 years old, (laughs) (laughs) and it's called Don't Play With a Broken Heart, Pretty Little Liars fan fiction about one of the main characters, Emily Fields, and her love interest, Maya St. Germain. Yes. yes. Okay. Kiana, can you give us a rundown of what's happened so far in the story? Yes, I can. Um, so I'm kind of only going to go through the last couple of chapters. Okay. Because uh, I definitely feel the journey that Emily is on has dramatically shifted. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Emily is romantically interested in her friend. Um, I don't know if I would call them like girlfriends because they kind of have like this tug of war happening. Sure. But they went to a dance, like an LGBTQ dance thing. Emily kissed Maya. It was a huge moment because uh, this whole time Emily's kind of been on the fence about like diving headfirst into being a queer person mm-hmm. and so they kiss they go to this dance and then there's this girl at the dance who's like in love with Emily which there's no reason to be like so wild about it as she is <laughs> <laughs> this girl comes up and is like oh let's dance knowing that Emily and Maya are a thing yeah and then they kiss well she kisses her there's this huge like blowout from it yeah. obviously Maya sees this and like yo I'm here with you why are you kissing this girl and then she leaves her Maya was also Emily's right at the dance I was a little <laughs> like damn Maya <laughs> so Maya leaves Emily at the dance Emily gets a ride from I think her name is Lauren but that's the girl who kissed her mm-hmm. um and so she shows up at Maya's house and she's trying to be like Maya I'm so sorry like I didn't mean it and Maya's like you fucked up Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm tired of of giving you chances. You making excuses. No. Do they kiss again? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think Emily might have tried, but Maya's like, leave, get out. So that yeah. happened. And then Emily goes home and her dad, who was previously deployed, is now at home. Her parents are waiting for her. And it's like two in the morning. Yeah. And then her parents are like, Emily, what is this? And they have an envelope mm. on the counter and it's mm. pictures of Maya and Emily kissing. And so Emily's parents and like their super homophobia, they just break out and it's a lot. They're doing 1000% the most. Mm. Yeah. Almost any reaction you can think of, of like a homophobic parent towards their child, like that's what happens. Yeah. And eventually our story ends and where we're picking up from is that Emily's parents basically tell her, you need to get out of our house. We mm-hmm. have um, a gay person in our home and that nothing's going to happen in your life because you're gay, which like the logic. Um, mm. So that's, that's where we left off. How sad. Oh, uh, so, so, so Tanaka, you... 
you have heard the podcast up to this point. What what are your thoughts I, about I, the story so far? One always Tiamaya. I stand her. <laughs> Absolutely. Um Emily, drama queen, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I guess, yeah, and, yeah. And you know the the talk of things, the way the pace of the way things move, right? It's just it's almost chaotic. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> There's a lot of processing that hasn't happened or yeah. that happened so briefly and then just kind of like moves on. Yeah. Um, I, but I will say Emily's parents really, the dad maybe had the best showing. The tear, the <sighs> closing of the door softly, <sighs> the holding back the mom. I was like, look oh. at this. Emily, I think you should leave. I was just like, dang. <laughs> like, so yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I could hear you talk about anything forever, Tanaka, <laughs> just the way you talk. Oh, I had a question for Tanaka. So in our previous episode, I forgot who, but someone posed the question of what they think Lauren's zodiac sign is. <laughs> um, I'm curious if you have an opinion on that. She's a Gemini. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Hands down a Gemini. Gemini behavior. If I've ever seen, yeah. What specifically? You know, it's like, you don't want to call someone a homeworker, right? <laughs> but like, they have homeworker potential. And to me, that's just like, I'm a Gemini. I'm so sorry. I don't know if that's... <laughs> this is so funny. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I said Sagittarius. looking out for... Mm. Sagittarius and Gemini are actually like incredibly similar Mm. Uh, and I would give both of them that sort of like my desire comes first Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't care (laughs) who this fucks up (laughs) so okay and you know I would like to say uh uh, Kieran Todd a fellow Gemini right I wasn't gonna bring them up I wasn't gonna (laughs) (laughs) go ahead though but really it's just like okay my, my my first thought was like, okay, if Kieran was in Lauren's shoes, like, <laughs> what, what would it be like, right? And Kieran's the type of Gemini to be like, you know, let me talk to everybody, make sure everyone's on the same page about my sure. desires coming first, <laughs> right? Sure. And then, like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. So it's just like, yeah. This is so, I'm so excited for them to listen to this. <laughs> Not all Gemini's are the same. No, they are. No, we're we're not generalizing, but that's so funny. Okay, so we got Sagittarius and Gemini in the ring. Mm -hmm. I think both are fair, definitely. Oh, Tanaka, do you have a theory on who A is? Mm, That's a really good question. (laughs) I mean, I was a kid who said he believes Emily is A. No, who's that? (laughs) It's like what? Um, Maya was A. (laughs) Maya. My, but I would have to say Lauren. Lauren. Okay. That yeah. seems to be a top contender. But thinking about the way the story is progressing, I can easily see someone coming from the left field or even a new character being introduced <laughs> to BA. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that's my start. Oh, what if it was a new character? How chaotic. <laughs> I feel like actually that's very much so your energy, cat. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> 15 chapter story i feel like chapter 14 in the last sentence you're gonna have someone like hey guys <laughs> i've been a all along can you imagine oh uh, well we'll see you know we're, we're on this journey and i don't know which, which chapter it happens 
which I think is good, but it's not chapter 14. Okay. I'll tell you that. Are we ready to get into yeah. it? Oh, um, I'm, I'm juiced. I'm so juiced. <laughs> so we are tra- starting um, chapter eight, Don't Play With a Broken Heart by Wax Chico. Mm. Funny. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This was the chapter I accidentally started reading last mm-hmm. episode when we weren't supposed to oh, read it right, right, right. yeah so so this claimer has happened before but i'm going to read it again okay claimer i own them they're my pretty little liars emily is obviously my favorite <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> if i could own them i would but i don't think i could do a better job than abc family and sarah shepherd they have made me come to love each and every one of these characters note from author Sorry this was posted later than I promised. With finals coming up, I've been studying. I went onto YouTube and saw some sneak peeks of the winter premiere. Check it out. And I post some YouTube links to the premiere. And then I write, I really hope Emily's mom on the show isn't as harsh as she was in my fan fiction. Smiley face. Smiley face. Because mm. I'm, I'm, I'm playing with my fans. I'm playing with the readers. <laughs> Chapter eight. I woke up numb and sore. I opened my eyes, taking in my surroundings and realized I hadn't fallen asleep in my room. Then I remembered the events from earlier that morning. Maya, my parents, the recollection of all of them made me feel sick. Maya was mad at me and my parents wanted nothing to do with me. I took to the time to come to my thoughts. Yes, grammar. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Um, To come come out of my thoughts to figure out where I was. I sat up in the bed I was in. There was a neat desk in the corner of the room that caught my eye, Spencer. I tried, but I couldn't remember how I got there. Okay, so she's at Spencer's house right now. After a few moments, the door of the room opened and she walked in. Hey, you're up. She sat on the bed by my feet. I gave her a weak smile. Mm. Thanks for letting me sleep here. I don't even remember coming to your house. She let out a small laugh. Well, it was around four o'clock when you came over. Time flies, right? Okay, so it was like 2.30 when Emily got to her house. Mm -hmm. And I I guess it would have been four, maybe. I don't, it's fine. It's fine. Someone black out in the middle? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Okay, well, it was around four o'clock when you came over. I was up late emailing Jason, making sure everything was ready for the memorial. Honey, you're in high school. You do not need to spend. Why are you up at four o'clock? Right. Send the email. <laughs> That's that Spencer energy, though. It, it's, it's on brand for that character. Okay. Then I heard a knock at the door. She looked down at the floor. You look so broken, Emily. Your hair was a mess. Your eyeliner and mascara was smeared down your cheeks. Looking back up at me, she asked, what happened last night? I decided she deserved the truth. She was my friend. My parents kicked me out. Her eyes widened in surprise and confusion. Why would they do that? I opened my mouth, but struggled to let any noise out. I, I'm a lesbian. Tears welled up in my eyes as I remembered how much pain that sentence caused me last night. Oh, baby. She shifted her position on the bed and brought me into a hug. I cried into her shoulder. It'll be okay, Emily. Everything's going to be okay. She reassured me as tears stained her red cardigan. Come through, red cardigan. (laughs) After a few moments, my crying subsided and I stayed close to Spencer. It was reassuring to know someone was still there. There was a knock on the bedroom door. Come in. Hannah and Aria walked into the room. Hey, Em. Hannah walked over giving me a hug. Aria followed doing the same. Spencer saw the questioning look on my face and said, I texted them when you woke 
up. Just thought you needed all the support you could get. I nodded, wondering if she told them how I got there. M, Arya took my hand. What happened last night? My parents kicked me out. Spencer's face reflected reassurance. Hannah's was full of shock, and Arya looked confused. I realized I would have to once again explain further. Hannah put her hand on mine. It's okay. We're your friends. I nodded. I'm gay. I held back. <laughs> I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> Listen, wait, we're today. The past, what? Maybe 12 hours have been about Emily coming out. That's all it yeah. is. I held back the upcoming tears, too weak to cry again. Aria squeezed my hand. It's going to be okay, Emily. You're welcome to stay with me. Or me, Spencer chimed in. Melissa's room is open. Melissa is Spencer's sister, just for context. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did they find out? Spencer sent Hannah. Uh, why would you ask that look? <laughs> Spence, it's fine. Probably better if I talk about it. I took. They all t- have a lot of nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have M. Hannah might be called Han at some point, you know. This happened in the show. I'm not just being Maybe. wild with this. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Spence, it's fine. Probably better if I talk about it. I took a deep breath. I wasn't sure where to start. Maya or A? My dad came home as a surprise. And when I got home, I was happy to see him. Then my mom pulled out an envelope. It had a note and pictures of my voice trailed off. Thinking about the shorter girl filled me with guilt. Maya and I. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you laughing? Thinking about the shorter girl. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, I get it. I get the writing, like, technique and the thought behind it. It's yeah. Just, like, we know who Maya is. Like, we know who she, yeah. I, I, I didn't want, I think I didn't want to say Maya again. <laughs> so shorter girl. Shorter girl. Ugh, okay, at first I was like, who the hell are you talking about? It's obviously Maya. <laughs> okay, um, thinking about the shorter girl filled me with guilt. Maya and I, some tears rolled down my cheeks. My mom was so mad. I shook my head. I, I just wish they wouldn't have found out this way. Spencer pulled me into another hug. After a moment, I pulled away, wiping off my tears. Why don't you go take a shower and we'll talk more after? I nodded, walking to the hallway towards the bathroom. <laughs> no one's point of view, aka third person. <laughs> I am curious. Narrator, please. <laughs> that if Emily had wanted to keep, or like to not let her friends know at this specific moment, like that I'm gay and this happened because I'm gay, because mm-hmm. that is like a lot to be trying to like process with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am like, why go to Spencer's house when Hannah already knows? That's fair. That's a great question. Um, I don't have an answer for that. It takes an hour to walk to one of their. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Hannah's makes way more sense. It's fine. I I think I needed a way for the other girls to find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm. said rip the bandaid off. Right. Yeah. I, I I didn't want Hannah to be the only one that held this. Um. Yes. Well, let's get into no one's point of view. Hey, that narrator. Who? No one's point of view. That's I'm wild for that. Okay. (laughs) The the three girls sat at Spencer's kitchen, waiting for Emily to come down. They were all sitting down with cups of coffee. These girls are 15. Drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. For Spencer, I understand. She was up at 4 a.m. Right. 
Um, so they were all sitting down with cups of coffee, but not drinking them. How, how long do you guys think she's been keeping this from us? Hannah caught Spencer's eye and quickly looked down at her cup. Wait, Hannah, did you know? Yes. Aria looked at her confused. Why didn't you tell us? It wasn't my secret to tell. Ally, Hannah, ally, Hannah, <laughs> yes. She looked at Spencer. Don't be mad that she kept this from us. I know, and so do both of you. We have secrets we're too scared to tell. Mm-hmm, yeah. Spencer looked down at her cup, feeling guilty. Well, we have to help her. She can stay here. Aria and Hannah nodded in agreement. Emily walked down. No, to no parents have been asked about No, no, who no. are parents, right? <laughs> Aside from the homophobic ones, yeah. the rest of them don't exist. Other parents in this are, what is that? Like um, the Charlie Brown, Ed, Ed and Eddie, where she's like, wah, wah, wah. wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Emily walked down the stairs feeling refreshed. The eyes of the three girls were on her. Spencer stood up, going to the fridge, pulling out a muffin, handing it to the swimmer. Emily swims. That's that, that's why that. <laughs> this is so funny. Because it's like, it does, it it isn't um, relating to anything else happening. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. Is this a core part of their identity? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is, though. Okay, so, like, <laughs> this is a thing in fan fiction, right? So when they get tired of referring to these people by their names, they go by, like, what they characteristics. do. Yeah, it, it, yeah, their characteristics, their hobbies, or whatever. So Emily swims, so. Like, it would make more so, like, handing it to the damp-haired girl. Sure. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You're not wrong. That's the thing. You're not wrong about any of this. So Spencer pulled a a muffin out of the fridge, handed it to the swimmer. Here, get something on your stomach. She realized she hadn't eaten since lunch yesterday, but she wasn't hungry, just hurt. But she took the food anyway, trying to swallow swallow it down. Em, Aria asked after a few moments, can I ask you something? Emily nodded. After you left your parents' house, why didn't you go to Maya's? Why did you come here? Mm, I want to know that too. Emily didn't feel like crying again. It hurt too much. I was going to spend the night at her house, but we got into an argument. She put down the muffin. So I went home and that's when my mom gave me the envelope. Do you know who it was from? Emily realized she neglected to tell them that before. The note was from A. Aria shook her head standing up. Why is she doing this? What made you think she's, it's a she. Yeah. I mean, who knows the pronoun of it, pronouns of A. A could be a wild non-binary person who's just <laughs> out here does it matter hannah asked a is out to get us and make our lives a living hell i'm tired of just accepting it what do you suggest we do then hannah spencer was getting frustrated we tried blocking her from our cell phones and that didn't work i don't know how about we just tell someone what's going on okay pause yeah so <laughs> All of this, all of it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not super like, I don't know. Me and the law, it's blurred lines. Sure. Um, but to my knowledge, I also don't support the police, but to my knowledge, <laughs> you can trace cell phones and like <laughs> cell towers, right? Yeah. 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 I would think that if these white children yeah. <laughs> parents. Yeah. That we are being stalked and harassed, and we've had two friends murdered, and this person knows something about it. Yeah. Can we figure out who it is? I guarantee the police could do that. You're not wrong. I think. Okay. What? And that's not just your story. That's like also. No. The- I, yeah. Also the TV show. Um. 
okay, what makes this difficult, at, at least in the show, and I think also here, if they reveal who A is, there's there's also accompanying threats of these things being leaked about them. They're secrets, mm. right? And like, no, I'll tell everyone this thing. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and like A has eyes on them all the time, right? And mm. then also in the show, there's like a detective or an officer or something, and he seems to be in on whatever A is doing. So it's like, even in these moments when the girls like do ask for help, no one's listening, right? No, no one's actually trying to help them. That's a shame. I think realistically, though, they would just tell somebody, though. You think? If, if, if I had Emily's secret, What's yes. Ned from uh, Catfish? My dude <laughs> identified the person Catfish and him who lived in Michigan based <laughs> off some Facebook messages. <laughs> fake photos. Like, I am sure... They could have figured this out. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But okay, what, what what year did this come out? This came out in 20... It was like 2010. I don't think they knew what you could do with electronics, really. Oh, no. Absolutely no. not. No. Given what I was doing with electronics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> so this is Spencer talking. What do you suggest we do then, Hannah? Spencer was getting frustrated. We tried blocking her from our cell phones, and that didn't work. I don't know. How about we actually tell someone what's going on? Emily shook her head. I have to show you guys something. Spencer, where's your purse? Upstairs, why? Just come on. The girls followed the swimmer up to <laughs> the swimmer up to Spencer's room. She dug through her purse until she found her cell phone. We are spelling cell and cell phone. <laughs> S-E-L-L. Absolutely. After a few moments of her scrolling through her messages, she paused handing the phone to Hannah. And this is Hannah talking. Are these A's texts to you? Yeah, these are why I don't think we should tell. What if A is responsible for Allie and Toby's deaths? I'm taking your mm. messages as threats. What if she hurt someone because of who we told? What if she has absolutely nothing to do with the deaths? Hannah asked. Mm. I, don't, I don't know about the chances. <laughs> chances of that. <laughs> these, are, these are teenagers being murdered. I'm not willing to take a chance on this. If someone's life could be at stake. The group went silent. The situation came into perspective for the girls. <laughs> they all mentally decided it wasn't worth the risk, but they weren't sure how much more of this they could take. Spencer was the first to break the silence after checking her watch, widening her eyes. Guys, we can't think about this right now. Allie's memorial is today. There's still a lot that has to be done. I don't want to ruin this day by thinking about terrible texts. The girls nodded, trying their hardest not to freak out. You're right, this day is for Allie. Aria turned on her heel after giving Emily a reassuring hug. Hannah did the same, leaving Spencer and Emily alone in her bedroom. Spence, could you drive me by my house? I forgot to pack for the memorial. Are you sure you're ready to go back? You can borrow something of mine if you like. Emily shook her head. No, I have to go back eventually. Clearly she wasn't, she doesn't understand that. She was told to leave. Yeah. She, yeah, I, I don't know how realistic it is that Emily would have wanted to go back now. Yeah. No, I, I would have just taken something from Spencer's closet. Emily's point of view, yay. This, this, I feel like Emily's point of view is a comfortable place to be, right? <laughs> okay, so the ride back to my house was torturous. I had gone over the night so many times in my head and couldn't help but feel like something was left unsaid. The look on my father's face as he told me to leave kept me second guessing the situation. He didn't want me to go, I knew it. He just wanted to give my mom some rest. My mom, on the other hand, was who I was worried about. What would she say when she answers the door? The scene played back in my mind over and over again. 
I knew she would still be mad, but what would she do with the rage is what left me guessing. Would she either slam the door in my face or tell me to pack up the rest of my stuff and get out? I didn't even realize we had pulled up to my house until Spencer called my name. Hey, Em, we're here. I looked at the door, then down at my hands. Don't worry. She placed one of her hands on mine. I'll be right out here. I was thankful to have Spencer there and gave her a smile that told her so. I walked up to the porch feeling hesitant, as if each step I took was forbidden. It was hard to bring my fist to the door and knock, but I did. It was a few moments before the door opened. My mom looked refreshed in her church attire. Ooh, refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> like a new woman. Oh, no. Mm. Emily, come in. She walked into the kitchen, leaving me thinking about what had just happened. This was not the reaction I expected. Mom, I just came to get some stuff for the memorial. She was sitting at the kitchen table with a mug in her hand. Sit, please. Her voice was calm, completely opposite from the night before. I sat timidly. Emily, I'm sorry about last night. I should have been helping you through this. I asked myself if a good night's sleep was all she needed to accept me. I was wrong. Helping you to get better. Mom, there's nothing wrong with, she cut me off. You're sick spiritually and mentally. Oh, oh no. Okay. I'm your mother, so I should be here to help you. My father came down the stairs in a suit and tie. So your father and I talked. You can stay. I can't expect you to get better out in the world. Learning starts in the home. You're coming to church with us this morning. This is obviously the work of the devil, Emily. I shook my head in disbelief. Was she saying I'm possessed? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, we forbid you from seeing that girl again. But mom, no, Emily, this is for the best. Her smile was eerie, but not forced. She actually believed the words coming out of her mouth. Go on, get dressed. We'll be leaving in 10 minutes. I really didn't feel like arguing, so I went upstairs. I looked at my phone. There was a couple texts from Spencer. Is everything okay? Do you need me to come in? Please text back. I'm worried. My finger started working a response, telling her to go get ready for the memorial. When I saw a folded note on my bed, I opened it and almost cried again. Everything will be okay, Emily. You're fine just the way you are, Dad. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's so, well, mm. I don't, it's, it's bittersweet, right? Um, because there's, like, Emily is, she, she knows that one of her parents, like, it, like, confirms for her that her dad didn't necessarily want her to move out, right? But was just trying to, like, quell the situation from the night before. But at the same time, he's not saying this out loud so his wife can hear it. He's also yeah. not protecting her. No, at all. Listening to your wife bash your daughter and saying you're, the, you're possessed by the devil or, right. you know, you're sick mentally and spiritually. And, I mean, at one point is being physical with yeah. her yeah part of your job as a parent is to protect your child from adults who can harm them yeah oh that's so emily this lip service a note like right you can even tell her quietly a note. right right scared that's really like, how it is to your room you know right conversation mm. this is toxic this isn't good. No. Here's the ending author's note. Um, I'm really trying to focus on Emily's family dynamic, but I'm trying to incorporate other stuff that's going on at the same time. I think this shows more than anything how much pressure is on Emily, opposed to the other girls. Next chapter might come really early or very late since finals. Or very late since finals are coming up. It's one of the two. Um, probably really late. 
by really late, I mean in a week. Please review. It keeps me motivated. Tanaka, did you have uh, other thoughts about this chapter? I, I like the buildup to it all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting seeing Emily's coming out parent be just really explored deeply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and her friends being there to support her. But this, it's, I think what's really strange to me is that the parents, right? Emily's dad and mom are worried about her church and they're worried about Maya. But no one's really thinking about this memorial. No, yeah, right, yeah, and I'm like, wow, like the focus really is on her coming out and right not this memorial that they planned, so that's just also strange. That's fair, and they're also not focusing on the fact that like someone is blackmailing Emily, like her parents know this Mm. right now. Why aren't you worried that someone dropped this off and is taking pictures of your daughter? Yeah, leaving notes on the bed, right? I mean, that that is some new age parenting that you you're proposing, cat, right? If someone's just sending you pics, you'd be like, oh, this is interesting. Let me confront this. Not like, <laughs> sure. What are the origins of these invasive photos? Sure. Yeah. He said new age. New age. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here are the reviews. So we have one from guests saying, I love it. Please bring Maya back, though. I can't stand Emily's mom. Where did her nope. dad go? Her, I don't understand the dad part. Maybe they didn't know that her dad was in the military before because I, I I okay I understand I didn't make that very clear in the previous chapters that's where he was but that is where he was we got the return of Griffnix um if you mm. just hold on pause Griffnix I swear to God if y'all don't know I haven't even read it Griffnix got six paragraphs it's it's such a long comment and okay if you haven't listened to the last episode so griffnix is someone who commented last time who critiqued my like grammar and spelling errors saying it distracted them from the story and then also provided like a lot of suggestions um and this is also someone who on the side was emailing me asking if i wanted to co-write the story with them which i said no wow yeah was like Hey, um, I would really appreciate if you took your time writing this so that there aren't <laughs> spelling and grammar errors. I would, I would, I would be okay receiving the new chapter two weeks later if it means better quality. I was like, who are you? Why? Like, wow. This is a child you're talking to. Literally, I am 15 here. Like, I, I'm just trying to write about gay girls. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so this is Griffnick's comment. Well, since I really liked the last chapter, I thought this would be better than the last one. I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. I like how her friends took her in and still accepted her. I don't like that when she came home to pick up her clothes, her mom accepted her back. To me, I think it was a little too easy and too soon. Her mom didn't accept her, though. Right. Right. Okay. I think, I think Griffnick's is somebody who would do that shit <laughs> like yeah yeah because are you are you considering this acceptance griffnix yeah. is, is yeah. that what you're telling me yes but griffnix right okay <laughs> i want them to listen to this podcast okay. um maybe it's just me because i like drama and angst but i think a couple of chapters would have been fine for emily to move back in the way it is done now completely negates what happened last chapter, which is a shame because it had a very powerful effect for it to be resolved somewhat. The next morning. Oh, wait. Your your sentences are confusing, Griffnix. How about that? 
how about that? The way it is done now completely negates what happened last chapter, which is a shame because it had a very powerful effect. And for it to be resolved somewhat, the next morning does it a great injustice. It wasn't resolved. It wasn't. Mm. It wasn't. Her mom told her that she's like possessed by the devil. Mm. I, I like to read realistic stories. Okay. Wow. The entire, just, oh. Wait, wasn't this the person too who was like, I read a lot. No, 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 no. Yes. This, <laughs> that was someone else. That was Stressa. That was Stressa. Okay. I like to read realistic stories. That's why I can't bear to read multi-chapter fluff stories. No one has that good of a life where there is no conflict and everyone gets along. To the same effect, a homophobic parent is not gonna kick out her homosexual child just to let them come back in the next day. That may happen, but more than likely, it will take time for the parent to bring back said child into the house. Earth Oh. Wow. Are you a family therapist? Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I, I think that the best romance stories are the ones that create conflict. When that conflict is ongoing, it makes the story worth it when the main characters overcome them and reach their happy ending. Everything is conflict. I, I have not seen a soft <laughs> moment, an easy moment. No. I I'm all, I'm getting heated. With Emily drinking that lukewarm tea in chapter one. <laughs> Not the lukewarm tea. Not the lukewarm tea. Oh my gosh. Okay, I gave up trying to find a story like that because it seems everyone likes happy stories and stories with sex and is willing to write them. Nothing wrong with that. But when almost every story you read is like that, you want some variety. I'll see where this goes and whether I discontinue reading it or not. Okay. This asshole. <laughs> You're an asshole, Greg. Why? Like, I don't understand. I'm getting heated, just like I did when I was 15. I was so mad reading this comment <laughs> when I was 15 years old. Okay. <laughs> I will continue reading to read the previous chapter. Uh, I, I will continue reading to read the... Ooh. Your 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 sentences, Griffnix. I would appreciate if you took your time providing a comment. A comment. <laughs> Dramatically. <laughs> right. I will continue reading to read the previous chapter a lot because it was well done and not something that's seen that often at all. It is truly a shame that the fallout was solved so quickly, though, Griffnix. There, there was no solve. Nothing fallout, was solved. Right? It, it was a disillusion by the mom, right? Like, yeah. You, you know, you're sick and you you know you're basically the devil and i'm gonna get you help that doesn't exactly. seem that's, that's like the transition to like conversion therapy or something exactly up, but like right exactly like come back into your home i love you <laughs> like right so what did i'm curious what they saw right like what they that being just being allowed in the house was just like yeah was enough yeah, yeah like, like like that was acceptance okay well, we will see if Nick's again. Um, a guest says, I agree with the comment below. <gasps> wow. You solved it too quick, but it still rocks. Thank you, I guess. Please bring Maya back, though. I miss her and Emily needs her. Emily does need her, but Emily fucked okay. up. Please bring Maya back. It's been one chapter, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they can't handle it. Talking about you resolved the conflict too quick, but also bring Maya back. <laughs> right. Not. okay the children don't know what they want they don't know what they want but mm. I'm, he I'm here to give them what they need okay what they need okay guest says dude the story is mind-blowingly good continue soon will do meh says i want toby back please dramatize it bring him back toby oh, died <laughs> this is now a horror story right <laughs> suddenly ghost right <laughs> 
comes back from the dead. Okay, those are the comments. Wow. These are wild. People are too bold in these comment sections. I, I am really curious where the next chapter is going to start. Like the scene, right? Do we sure. start at the memorial? Do we start with them packing up, like ready to, ready to, like, where are they? Because I think that's right. going to set the pace. Right. We're actually going to read that chapter. This is chapter nine of the story. Okay, so before we get into this one, I want to say some content warnings. So parental homophobia, religion, because I mean, actually, and then also suicide. If you would not like to read anything that dabbles in those things, you know, skip this chapter. Next chapter, we'll give a brief overview of what happened. So we'll be here when you get back if you don't want to read this one with us. So this is chapter nine of Don't Play With a Broken Heart. Claimer. <laughs> Decided isn't fair for me to take all of them. Just Emily is fine. Jesus Christ. Smiley face. Okay. Um, disclaimer. Shame that you'll probably think I'm a creeper. I promise I'm not. God, I hate this. I hate, I hate reading things so much. <laughs> I just really like the show and the chap in the, in the character she plays. I don't own Pretty Little Liars, ABC Family, and Sarah Shepard do. Note from the author. My undying love for Pretty Little Liars and Glee has been giving me tons of inspiration. But it's not enough. If I don't get reviews, then I feel like no one is reading. That makes me sad. When I'm sad, my creative juices don't flow okay, properly. Wow. Right? And I get frustrated. So please review. I wanted them reviews. Wow. You are baiting them. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter nine. I hated church. I've told my mom this many times, and because of it, we haven't been in there in a few years. The Bible has always confused me, not in wording, but meaning. It says homosexuality is a sin, and a sin can lead a person to hell. Why? What's wrong with loving someone? I would read the scriptures over and over again, but couldn't find the answers. That's when I decided religion wasn't for me. All it did was make me feel guilty and wrong when I thought God was supposed to make me feel safe. So this is something that I, I actually said to, we, we love our English teachers, right? So an English teacher, when I was like um, talking about like being queer and I wasn't really out to anyone and like, this is actually something I said to her. Like, I, I don't know how to like reckon with religion because I know it's supposed to make me feel safe and feel good in many ways, but it doesn't. Like how, like, why is that? Oh, the gays love her. We love our English teachers. They're always there for us. Um, I went downstairs in the clothes I hadn't touched in a long time. My parents were standing at the bottom waiting. Let's go, my mom said as she walked out the door smiling. Dad walked over, putting his arm around my shoulders. He whispered, it's going to be okay, Emily, then kissed me on the forehead. He, he's a coward. Mm. He's a coward. <laughs> Truly. Say that when mom is in the room. Okay. Wow. I looked up and smiled at him as we walked to the car. The service went on for an hour and a half. The entire time, I couldn't shake the feeling that the pastor was looking right at me, as if the words coming out of his mouth were being directed towards me. After the sermon, he walked over to my parents and I. Hello, Pastor Ackard. Hi, please sit down. He sat behind it and looked at me once again. Emily, your mother scheduled a meeting with me to talk to you. My father shifted uncomfortably in his seat, then turned to my mother. Pam. Why didn't you tell me about this? Yes. Boss up. Boss, that was the time. <laughs> I guess I forgot. She shrugged and smiled at the pastor. Jesus. Pam. She looked at me, taking my hand in hers. Pastor Ackard kindly offered to help you get better. No. I pulled my hand away with shock plastered on my face. Mom. Emily, the minister interrupted. We have to help people like you. There's a cure. 
I shook my head, but I'm not sick. I said quietly, starting to get aggravated by the situation. No, my mom looked at the preacher. She's just not well. She doesn't mean that. Mom, I said just under a yell. I'm fine. I don't need help. I felt like I was being cornered. Pastor Ackard walked over to his bookcase. Emily, do you know what the Bible says about homosexuality? That it's an abomination. I could already tell where this was going. Do you believe that? He was looking through the books, then looked over his shoulder, waiting for a response. No, I don't, I said matter-of-factly. He nodded, turning back to his books as if he expected my reaction. On Judgment Day, when Jesus comes back, he'll be looking for those who are pure and follow his word. If you're sick, Emily, he looked backward towards me, you won't go to heaven. She's not sick, my father said in a tone that made everyone more tense. Step up. Step up, boss up. My mom turned, looking at him confused. I thought we talked about helping Emily. No, not this. He put out his arms, clarifying that he meant the current situation. He rubbed his temples in frustration. When we talked last night, you said we would let her back in the house and we would support her. Exactly. That's what we're doing. No, Pam. What you're doing is completely different than what I'm trying to do. So don't, mm. so don't say we're doing anything. Ooh. Boss up! Boss up! You're not trying to support her. You're damaging her. Mr. Fields, Pastor Acker, chimed in in response, getting a glare from my dad. Emily has a chance to change her life for the better. What kind of father would you be if you stood in her way? My father stood up, hands in his pockets. Are you calling me a bad father? A bad father would be one that sat here in silence watching his daughter being condemned for being honest. Which he did. Which he did. I just want to point out that he, he did before. did that. Yeah. For, yeah. For a night and a day. For, uh, nothing. Uh, so. <laughs> he did. Okay. okay. I'm not saying anything about your parenting. You and Mrs. Fields are great people. Emily is a, an amazing young lady. She's just been led astray by demonic influences. He walked mm. over to us with a pamphlet in his hands. Demonic influences, I said, asking for clarification. Yes, you were influenced by people the devil used to lead you away from what's right. I shook my head. If I chose to believe this, that would mean that all homosexuals were bad. I wasn't a bad person. Lauren wasn't either. Maya, my, Lauren's not the best person. I'm not the best person. Okay. I mean, she's not demonic. Though. She's not demonic, no. Maya, she's the kindest person on earth. It wasn't fair. It's not fair, I said aloud. I'm a good person. Maya's a good person. Don't say her name. My mom looked at me coldly. <laughs> Pam, Pam. Why not, mom? I don't look at myself the way you look at me. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a lesbian. Emily, stop. She looked away from me, down at the floor with her hands covering her face. The minister handed me the folded pamphlet. It read, healed, the road to a homosexual free lifestyle. I, I set it back down on the table in disbelief. Emily, one of the steps is pushing away those are who are leading you towards that lifestyle. They can do nothing but harm you. I love her. I don't understand how that's harming me. You love her. My mom looked up with tears threatening to fall. Yes. She looked at the minister, eyes pleading for help. Can we just calm down, Pastor Ackard motioned to the chairs and talk about this. We've done enough talking. My father walked towards the door. Come on, we're leaving. My mom stood and stormed out, pushing past my father. I stood looking back at the pastor before I left the room. He looked up at the ceiling and whispered, have mercy on her soul. Whew, what a moment. Okay, okay. I, I, would, I would just like to say, I feel like her dad has experience with men. I just, I feel like it's just important to point out. Mm. I would like to say, man has been very chill about this. Very supportive, very understanding. Yeah. And the fact that he is so spooked by his wife, right? Like, yeah. I think... <laughs> 
at some point he has had a history, right? He just had a little experimentation. He's like, mm, not that bad. You know, I'm not mad about it. And so yeah, he, I feel like he's been, you know, an ally in this whole situation. Well, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go far as to say an ally, but no. he's trying to, he's trying to support her in his best way. But to think where that, for me, I'm like, where is that coming from? Yeah. Like, Maybe he has like a little trauma that he's sitting with of his oh. own. Like you kissed a boy one time. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. I don't even know his <laughs> name. I don't think I say his name in this. Um, the dad. Yeah, it's okay. Mr. Fields. We're, we're. You know what? That's one of the things we're adding in is fact. Mr. Fields has had a history with men. Mm. Okay. It's mm. fact. So it is. Yes. I was completely silent the ride home. However, my parents were far from it. They argued back and forth. When we drove up to the house, I jumped out, slamming the door behind me. They stayed in the car, bickering for about 30 minutes as I cried in my room. I felt so alone. I wished Maya was there to hold me and tell me everything was going to be all right. I felt like screaming. I messed up. That kiss should have never happened, but I let it. I let Lauren kiss me and it hurt Maya. The image of her sitting on the kitchen floor was ingrained in my memory. She looked so hurt and knowing it was my fault killed me. I cried, holding my pillow close, wishing the pain would go away, but I realized it wouldn't not until I could make things right again. I needed to see her smile. I stood up, changing into my jeans when my phone rang. It was Spencer. Hello? Emily, have you seen the news? Her voice was oh my urgent. Goodness. Oh my God. Her voice was urgent. Spencer, what's wrong? Just turn on your TV. I hung up, running down the stairs to the kitchen. My parents had just come in the house. Why can't you just accept her? My dad yelled. She's a lesbian. I tried to ignore my mom's ignorance while I flipped through the channels. So what, my dad retorted. I finally reached the station and Maya's house was on the screen. The paramedics and other emergency personnel running in the background. At 11 a.m. this morning, Rosewood teen, Maya St. Germain, her picture appeared on the screen, attempted suicide. I put my hand over my mouth. Okay, I, I have thoughts about this, but okay. I put my hand over my mouth. My breathing had stopped. My knees buckled. No, 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 no. My parents came in looking at me, then the screen. Her condition is currently unknown. A gurney rolled across the screen into an ambulance. No, I repeated. This couldn't be happening. I tried convincing myself this was just a horrible dream. My phone vibrated, somewhat pulling me out of my thoughts. I read the message and instantly felt sick. You're making my job a whole lot easier. Thanks, Em. A. Mm. Okay. Why are these kids not in therapy? Everyone needs therapy. Everybody needs therapy. <laughs> the past two days have been too much for yeah. Emily. Yeah, this is a lot. I, also, I don't know if like the news would report this. At least not in this way. I don't think in this way. I feel like it no. might be news in a small town though. Yeah. Are you, are you sure not in this way? I can see it. But, but like, what would they say her Because, like, Maya's a minor, right? True. I don't know oh, if they would not, say her I don't, name. I don't no. think they would say her name. <laughs> no. That's a heavy one. That, that, that's a really heavy chapter. Um, this is another tactic that's strange to me from 15-year-old Kat. It's, it's <laughs> like, incredibly heavy. Yeah. Like, emotional, very distressing chapters. You begin and end them with these like notes from the author and disclaimer things where it's like exclamation points and smiley faces. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, th I think what's funny to me is that like 
imagine reading this in real time. And so then you're waiting, you're waiting for Kat to just like upload mm, the next mm-hmm, session. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the excitement people must have felt. Here, here, here's the ending note that I wrote. OMG, exclamation point. <laughs> I know where the story's gonna go. I'm not really sure how many chapters until the end though. I want to finish before the season resumes on January 3rd, my new favorite day of the year. Review reviews make me very happy. Okay. You are thirsty for these reviews. They kept me going, okay? I think the same went to your head a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It absolutely did. It did. So many reviews. Okay, here we go. Guest says, oh my God, no, not Maya. I think I'm going to cry if you kill her off. Guest, I didn't see that coming. I hope Maya's okay. It will ruin the story if she dies. Ain't fair. It is like an Emily Maya. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Um, Shay loves Keegan. This is the name of this person who reviewed. Shay Mitchell plays Emily, and Keegan plays uh, Toby. So Uh, that's that's where this name comes from. So Shay loves Keegan. Says, "Oh my God, this is so good." But I'm an Emily and Toby fan. But I still love this. Why did you kill him off, though? I'm just genuinely curious. I mean, I don't. Well, I do mind, but it's okay. I'm just wondering, (laughs) what made you think of that? Team Emily and Toby forever. (laughs) Why are you Mm. on my story, my Emily Maya story, talking about some Toby? Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. (laughs) That's not what this is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Read, no write. I think this is a repeat viewer. Mm. Um, Said, aw, poor Maya. You know you should make it like Maya comes back to school after and Emily tries to win her back and they go through all the crap from... A in the TV show, but with a whole lot of angst added. Quest for Emily to get back with Maya in progress, smiley face. Um, Unknown says, this was a really good chapter. It was very honest in some ways between her friend's acceptance and her mom and her mother's ignorance. I think you should take part of the next chapter from the mom's perspective because she's trying to quote unquote help her daughter by curing her. Mm, She she doesn't Right. She she doesn't realize how much she's hurting her. So you should make the mom a little bit more sympath a little bit more of a sympathetic character. However, let's keep in mind that she is wrong. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Could you please take this from Maya's perspective also? I'd be interested interested to see how she feels about this if and when she finds out about Emily's situation. Please keep writing. I'm really enjoying this story. Okay. Unknown says, Well, you know, Griffnix, her mother did oh. end up hurting her feelings <laughs> afterwards. She thinks Emily's sexuality is a disease she can contract it from the devil. Where's the sweetness in that? Thank you. Look at that, allies. Yeah, people got your back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, unknown. Wow. Okay, okay. Gr- Griffness does respond to that, but we have another comment first from Miss Heather Michelle. This chapter was seriously amazing. Very well written and very entertaining. Can't wait for an update. Okay, now we get Griffness responding okay so first addressing this to unknown so unknown my comment was geared towards the fact that pamela (laughs) we call her pam in this story okay the fact that right the fact that pamela took her daughter back so soon and easily i would have preferred her waiting a few days to let emily back in if problems are solved that easily it doesn't carry a lot of weight to them the previous chapter was great the best thing i read for a while now but seriously i seriously felt cheated because emily got an easy out to me (laughs) 
Jesus. To me, it's as if it never happened. And the only thing that happened was Maya broke up with her and people know she's gay now. I admit I may have come off a little harsh, but I was a bit upset about having the last chapter practically retconned. Mm. Is that a word? I don't know. I've never heard it. Oh, I don't know. After I reread the last scene again, I calmed down a bit and ended up accepting it. Good for you, I guess. I don't, <laughs> Jesus Christ. As for this chapter, I liked it, but wasn't feeling the Maya revelation. Nothing against the story, just a personal preference. I have a no read policy on a few subjects. This is good, okay. <laughs> no heterosex, no gratuitous violence. Violence itself is okay, but I have a limit. No shocking character death. It needs to be tasteful and fit in the story, which I realize may be, subject, may be subjective. And no sex for the sake of having sex. There are do other places. For the sake of having sex? <laughs> Is that not a thing that people do? I think that's why you do it, right? Like, like that's, that's why it happens. Um, so no sex for the sake of having sex. There are other places where I could read that. Plus, sex is in so many stories. It's lost its appeal to me to read it. Grimness. We don't care what you personally enjoy reading absolutely not mm. what's not about you this isn't about you at all you you come here every week and read this story <laughs> you that's what you do <laughs> okay um next comment in love with naya rivera says oh my god the story just keeps getting better and better please write more thank you color me agron <laughs> that's a um that's a reference to Diana Agron, who plays Quinn for Bray in Glee. Okay. Color Me wow. Agron. Right. Color Me Agron says, Ooh, oh my God, this is so crazy, but so good at the same time. Please continue. I'm sus subscribing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Someone by the name of CCCCCCC says, Griffnix. Ooh, I love this. It, I love it. I love don't it. Don't disrespect Lax Chica. Listen. <laughs> It's obvious who was in the wrong here. Okay. So CCCCC says, Griffnix, I'm amazed that you can tell the story. Okay. That you can call the story. Yeah. That you can. Uh, wow. Okay. Wait, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, could, could you read the rest of these? <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. So CCCCCC uh, commented, Griffnix, I'm amazed that you can call the story a piece of fluff. I also have a hard time believing that you have <laughs> the real life experience necessary <laughs> to be able to relate to anything in this story. Wow. If you have the experience posted in the story, then please let me know and correct me. Said, <laughs> listen, <laughs> wow. No, it is a story. The author is not intending to make an autobiography or a biography. It is a story. Yep. Cannot bear to read a multi-chapter fluff story. <laughs> let the author know to disregard your former comments. Then get off fan fiction. Not full with anything important. Time. I would go on, but I'm tired of dealing with idiots. Wow. You kind of like true stands. This reminds me of yeah. like, like celebrity celebrities who have a bunch of fans, and it's like you don't. Like, you don't know Beyonce. Why are you attacking people who said that, like, this album or song sucked? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. They don't Could know you imagine me. being able to add, to add Griffnix, right, to be, like, at him? 
and then you just like <laughs> you just get all these messages. flamed. flamed for this, and I love it. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so happy these people responded in this way. Okay, I'm happy that people responded and like stood up for you. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to feel bad because I'm like I don't know Griffnicks. No, no, your child, and I'm over here like fuck Griffnicks, but. <laughs> No, fuck Griffnicks. Absolutely. <laughs> Stay. Stay with it. Oh, we just really don't know who this person is. It's wild. Okay, please continue. That's the nature of the internet. Um, so mm-hmm. Emily Maya, a you guys shouldn't be attacking Griffnicks for having an opinion. Take <laughs> <laughs> that A. Wow. <laughs> we review this story to give our opinions to the author. We don't review it to tell someone they can't think what they think. That takes the point out of reviewing. I think this is an amazing story, by the way. Please update soon. Wow. Emily and Maya, I'm judging you. (laughs) Emily and Maya belong together. I swear, if you don't let Maya live, I will hunt you down. Sorry, I've gone mad (laughs) from hanging out with the Mad Hatter. And Maya and Emily keep me sane for the most part. Please let her live. Okay. This is pressure. I must uh, have felt pressure. <laughs> uh, it, Roscoe, perfect storyline. Keep it coming. Hope to read your new chapter very soon. Guest, update soon, exclamation, like Bartek. Wow. Wow. What? That was a ride. <laughs> An adventure, a journey. Okay, what, what are y'all's thoughts? about where we are in the story at this point yeah. i need mr fields to mm, like leave come out <laughs> i was thinking earlier like i wonder had emily reached out because like obviously emily's very worked up about like the kids and thinking maya's super mad at her uh-huh. but i'm like if emily had reached out to maya it was just like hey like this scary thing is happening to me you know I need someone to talk to and like I love you whatever that maybe they could have resolved their conflict Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think everything happened so fast though that Emily maybe Mm. didn't have a moment to do that right so like it was 2 a.m when her parents kicked her out afterwards she went to Spencer's woke up drove home to get clothes for the memorial was taken to right going to mm. church where was threatened with basically conversion therapy and then came home cried a bit and then was headed to maya's true right it's just it's it's maybe 1 p.m at this point possibly and then now we see that maya attempted suicide right like it's yeah emily's gone through it it's so much i i i, I will say though I think her mom is like, while she's wrong and it's super dramatic, I can see where the mom is coming from. Tanaka, please explain. <laughs> in, in, the, in the sense of like, if we're thinking just about like the time period and the things that were going on, it's very like, you know, secret life of an American teenager. Sure. You know, skins, all these things. And so like, the mom just isn't woke. She really just, <laughs> she just doesn't really, you know, have it, have the pieces. And so she's like, let me just go to the past and have the past to resolve this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not really thinking critically about the relationships. And I'm, I want to know, I mean, it's, I think this is going to keep me up. 
about Mr. Fields, right? Mm. How he's just like, let her be a lesbian. What about it? Like, how is he just like so unfazed, not shocked whatsoever, right? And so I like the contrast that they have in that relationship because then I think for for her mom, it kind of tempers the situation. It'd be different if her dad just kind of went along with it. He never said anything, but Mm -hmm. it's like, she thinks the church will help, and he's just like, let her do her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought that um, when they first, when they found out um, and confronted Emily about the pictures, because, like, the dad left, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand, like, his anger <laughs> in this moment, or, you know, his reaction. Yeah. So I was worried that the mom was going to be, like, very expressively angry and then the dad was going to be like I'm not as mad at you but like I'm still mad at you and like agree with your mom you know sure that's a really good point yeah I think there was some like I think he realized he behaved badly in his initial response and that also Mm. the the letter wasn't enough too um and also okay I don't believe that he didn't know what Pam meant by when they say we're going to help her if we're going to church if you knew what she if you if you didn't know what she meant you would have told emily what you told her in the letter in the letter to her face mm. you wouldn't have slid that letter into her bedroom like that emily's yeah. a bully she is yeah i'm so curious to know how her mom well also we i think that we need to talk about how a is just out here like rooting for the girls to be off <laughs> yeah yeah but I want to know how her mom is going to, like, respond to her feeling, seeing this, feeling this way about Maya and being like, oh, maybe I was wrong or I could change. And just mm-hmm. be like, you see, this is what happens, right? And the same thing is going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I'm curious to see how she's going to witness this because it's all, I guess, I mean, it's all happening in the living room very casually yeah. right after church. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all, does your... um guesses on who a is change from this chapter are they the same i mean i feel like it's gonna be a person that we have not met yet okay i'm I'm also gonna put my hat in the ring to say hannah yeah hannah i think i think hannah has some unrequited love there somewhere maybe just as an interesting arc because i don't know we i think when you said why didn't she go to hannah's and went to spencer's I think this really is just like mm. saucing it up. And so, yeah. And I, Lauren, you know, she's there, but like Hannah sees Maya as like a true threat. And maybe she's just mm. like, you know what? Yeah. Let me see what I, what kind of mayhem I can cause. That would make a lot of sense. Because depending on how long the girls have been friends, if Hannah was just like, it, like quietly watching, obsessed with Emily. And then sees Emily have a relationship with Allie. Allie's gone. Ooh. Has a relationship with Toby. Toby's gone. That's, that's something. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is a is a Hannah cat? I'm not gonna tell you who it is. <laughs> why why would I do that? I'm not gonna tell you who it is. It's just gonna happen, and then you'll see it, and you'll go, "What?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, that's just it." Cat, as you were writing this, I'm putting it together. Well, fifteen-year-old cat. Let's. I mean, ask fifteen-year-old cat. Like, does coming out the coming out for Emily and just kind of going through all of these things 
when you're writing it, where you're like, this is absolutely plausible, right? This is just like what it looks like, what it means, or was it just, was it dramatized? I think, okay, it's, it's dramatized, but it's like a combo of like things that actually happened when I came out and things that I was scared would happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the combo of both. So like, uh, did my parents have a conversation with our pastor about me? Yeah. Was I there for it? No. But what would have happened if I, <clears throat> if I was there in the room for that, right? That's, that's what this looks like. Um, confusing signals from both parents, right? Where you have one that's very against it and one that is against it, but then also pulls you to the side and says, nothing's wrong with you. Right. Or like, you know, like that's something I experienced. Right. And it's very confusing when you're that age, it is very confusing and takes a lot to unpack, like why people had motivations they did at that time and mm-hmm. all that. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot, but okay. Point, the point being, um, so when I was writing this, it was, a, it was that combo of things that I actually went through. Right. Um, especially when it came to like religion and how I was taught it. Um, and what it felt like to be in church and all of that. Yeah. <sighs> I'm very grateful that you had this sort of outlet though. I do, I do yeah. like being able to put down and like have your imagination sort of exercise the like, this is the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. right? It def- I can see how that would help you or any other person kind of be like, at least it's not that yeah Mm. (laughs) like the the actual real situation is far better or something you know far better like you know I feel so bad for Emily like this is happening over the span of like three four days right Mm. is that I'm I'm tired for her um exhausted so exhausted but like I I definitely looked at it and I went whoo this is bad I'm not going through it though thank god i'm not going through this thank god i didn't um but is that is that not high school like i'm like this is high school at its you know at its peak at its essence mm-hmm. it feels uh, it feels like every bad thing that could happen to somebody yeah all rolled into yeah. one like, this was not my high school experience <laughs> at all uh, so where do you think the story goes from is, here yeah what do you think happened i don't I don't know how the relationship with Emily and her parents pan out because like dad's not going to leave mom mom's going to stay homophobic and it might become worse because of the Maya situation so then does Emily just decide like I can't do this I need to go live elsewhere I I, I think the mom is going to have a revelation I really believe that the mom is going to have a revelation when when Emily storms out and she's like, I gotta go see Maya. And she's just like running out of the house. Her dad trying to stop her. And she's like, no, you can't stop me. I'm gonna go see Maya. And they're all just trying to make it to wherever the scene or what's happening. Um, I can even see her just like going to her house, like crying in her bed, like, oh my God, maybe that's just maybe that's a little dramatic. But like, I, I do think the mom will have a revelation. And I think just like the near, because the, it's, it's, they said attempted suicide. We don't know Maya's condition. Mm-hmm. But I think like the whether like whether if she lives like the near death experience might change her mom's view. Watching watching Emily kind of grieve, even though mm-hmm. no one has really under even though they she's watching grieve like two other individuals. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She did say that she loves her right in front of the pastor. Like I love this person, and she's like, you love her, and so maybe she'll get to 
see her exercise that love and be like, well, dang, you know, maybe I'm an asshat, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, re- also, she could just be like, you know what? Go stay and don't come back. <laughs> yeah. I do like the possibility because yeah if Emily's watching this on the news right now that's probably like live broadcasting yeah and live down the street from each other so I can't imagine her parents fighting and Emily just like booking it down the street to Maya's house to try to like be there yeah very dramatic so dramatic I remember uh Maya actually dies in the show right um can't remember how I don't know, but there's a whole scene with Emily running up to her house while like the paramedics and everyone are there. And it's so emotional. It's just, it hurts. It hurts. Mm. Um, and it makes sense for that to happen here. But I mean, we, 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 we don't know Maya's condition. We will see next chapter. Jesus um, Christ. What an intense chapter. Like Indian fucking 15 year old cat smiley faces exclamations review review please review <laughs> I, I need reviews i can't write without the reviews. <laughs> oh well thank you all so much for yeah. going through this these two chapters with me um next episode uh i have a guest in mind it's a guest that you've seen before who i think would be really fun to bring back so Stay tuned, you know. Okay. Check us out next time. Yeah. Uh I don't think thanks for having me. I'm like <sighs> yes. so happy and so juiced to be a guest and to be on here and to like to do this. It was fun. I had a great time. It was a pleasure. Thank you. It really was. Tanaka, thank you so much for being on here. Your your commentary was like yes. A one. It was amazing. Yeah. Also, I cannot wait for the next episode. I'm I'm not gonna read ahead. I think what I would usually do is just like go. I'm like, you know what? Let me figure out this. Sure, sure. But I'm away. I'm gonna wait for the next episode and really for, for me to be shocked. Yeah, oh, and you Gasping. will be. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll see you all next week. This podcast was produced and edited by me, Kat Washington, in partnership with the Generative Roots Collective. My co-host is the lovely Kiana Elkins. If you like this show and want to give us feedback, subscribe to and review the OTP pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Find Don't Play With a Broken Heart on fanfiction.net. We'll be back soon with another chapter. Bye. I think that's good. Yep. <laughs> okay.